Hey there, are you a spiritual seeker looking for the perfect way to blend your physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and well-being practices? Maybe you already have an interest in yoga or astrology or want to learn more about yoga's sister science, Jyotish, or Vedic astrology? Well then, I'm super glad you're here, and I'd like to extend you a very warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a yoga teacher and a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I use the sidereal zodiac, so some of the signs might be different from what you're used to. To get a free copy of your sidereal birth chart, please visit my website, yogiscopes.com slash chart dash calculator. Now let's get started. Glad you're here. Happy new moon in Hasta Nakshatra in sidereal Virgo, as you might be able to tell starting this podcast is my new moon intention. This has been in the works for a year-ish now, um, getting this started. As if you know, you may know if you already know me or if you listen to the trailer that I have another podcast called The Science of Light. And that podcast has been going for close to a year now, or at least I started it close to a year ago. Um, And I always had envisioned to start this separate podcast, but I just didn't have the bandwidth, and now I do. And so that's um, how I operate. I operate under, you know, I set new moon intentions every month. My other podcast came as a new moon intention in August of 2020, Um, maybe even before that. It just the idea of a podcast in general kind of came to me during that new moon in August of last year. So anyway, happy new moon. I'm recording this on a new moon. I will be releasing it today, Um, which is actually funny because we're in Mercury retrograde right now. And as many of you know, if you already have an interest in astrology, Mercury retrograde is typically a time of technological difficulties. A lot of astrologers say don't start new things don't uh, sign contracts, which there's no contract involved in me starting this podcast. Like it's just, I just did it. Like I don't have to sign a contract with anybody. It's just me, my living room with my little microphone, my laptop. Um, so, and I'll put it up on my website. It's like mine already. So, so I want to get into some, some misconceptions that I often hear about, uh, astrology, through social media and stuff, people send me now a lot more. People send me a lot more astrology stuff now that they know I'm into it like I am. And so it's just funny. I hear all this stuff, like scary stuff about Mercury retrograde. As y'all may know, Facebook and Instagram and all their companies, all the companies under the Facebook umbrella, I guess WhatsApp too, went down on Monday for some kind of like server error, which is the most Mercury retrograde shit ever. Um, and it's funny, it's funny because that's the kind of stuff that happens during Mercury retrograde. It's like super not that big of a deal. A lot of people, at least where I live on the East Coast of the U.S., were like at work, and so we didn't even notice. Um, it was back up by the time we got off work. So, so those are the kind of things I want to talk about on this show, like how the astrological energies play out. Um, maybe answer some questions about things that might be coming up or things that come up for you with the overall intention of 
helping share what I have used astrology for, uh, which is to better know myself through the study of my birth chart and the study of how transits, the movement of the planets through the sky now today might impact me energetically and how that might play out. So Mercury is retrograde right now. It's a new moon uh, in Virgo, in sidereal Virgo today. Um, so those are a couple of the topics I want to cover. And I am not that scared of Mercury retrograde like most people are. I got married during Mercury retrograde, which is hilarious. Uh, it's like something you're really not supposed to do. But it's because um, we had already planned it anyway for like years. And my now husband and I were already planning to ha- redo our wedding ceremony after um, when it felt safe COVID-wise. And so we actually got a little nice little window this summer where it was outside and everybody was vaccinated and it was fine. So we had our big wedding this summer, but I, we got married at the courthouse in January during Mercury, Mercury retrograde of this year. And it's just hilarious as an astrologer, like why would I do that? It's because I don't view astrology as like fatalistic. I do live my life kind of by astrology, but in some ways I don't. I still just live my life the way I was going to. And I look at it more like a weather forecast. You know, like, do you look at the weather in the morning? How often do you actually like change your plans because of the weather? Like today it's raining where I live. Um, and I do lead hikes for a living and every once in a while, the weather forecast will be severe enough that we'll cancel the hike. But let me tell you, I've led a lot of hikes in the rain and I just looked at the weather forecast and I knew to bring my raincoat. Well, that's exactly how I approach astrology. I don't really change my plans that much. Um, I, I actually find more so the opposite is true that, the things I already had planned and then I look at the astrology of it and I'm like, hmm, wow, that makes sense. You know, <laughs> or I look back on my life and kind of look at past things astrologically and I'm like, wow, I was really like living up to my chart, right? Um, so I say all that because this is the first episode. I want to just get some things out of the way about my approach to astrology, my intention for this show, and then we'll talk So going forward, I hope to give you an outlook about what's coming up. So I'll be putting out episodes once a week about what's coming up. But since this is a brand new episode, and I'm actually going to put out another one in less than a week, Wednesday's not going to be the normal day that I release these, but um, this one's going out on a Wednesday, such as life. Um, You can hear me talk about that on my other show, The Science of Light, how I like continue to show up despite all of life's challenges and sometimes it doesn't look perfect. Most of the time it doesn't. Most of the time I'm like not anywhere near perfect. Most of the time I'm a hot mess and I still show up anyway and things get done. So um, putting this first episode out on Wednesday, we're going to cover kind of a snapshot of the sky right now, like what's going on now. So some of these things, the planets have already moved into the positions that I'm going to mention Um, So they're there now, but so this isn't an outlook forecast. This is like a snapshot of right now. And then starting next week, we'll get more into outlook kind of forecasts, like what you can look forward to for that week or big things to be aware of coming up. So with that said, today is a new moon 
in Virgo and Hasta Nakshatra. So nakshatras are lunar mansions. They are just like signs, only there's more of them. So the signs divide the sky up into 12 divisions, and you're probably familiar with those. Most everybody knows about the 12 signs, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, those ones. Um, and nakshatras are a, a gift that Vedic astrology gives us that just get a little bit more specific. So there, you can think of them just like signs, but more specific. So Hosta resides within Virgo. So you could also say the new moon is in Virgo. Um, that's the sidereal placement. I know if you might see on social media, it says everybody's talking, even yoga teachers, um, more on that later, are talking about the new moon in Libra today. Well, that's the tropical placement, which is not astronomically accurate. I'll get more into that later. Please reach out to me with your questions. You can find my social media and email and stuff in the show notes always if you want to reach out to me in any of those channels. I'm absolutely receptive. So anyway, new moon is in Virgo in Hasta Nakshatra, which is in within Virgo. And then also Mercury is retrograde on the 2nd of October, which was last Friday or Saturday. I should know this, but I don't. Um, Venus moved into Scorpio. And also on today, Pluto goes direct. And then next week, Saturn will be going direct. And so I will cover that on next week's show, but that's going to be my one little piece I want to leave you with. So that's just a snapshot. We'll get more into each one of those. Um, I'll cover more on what that means for Saturn going direct, but I want you to have that little tidbit to know that it is about to go direct um, on Monday, I believe, whatever the 10th is. That might be Sunday. Um, sorry, y'all. I'm a mess. And if you want to hear more about my hot mess, you can hear about that over on the Science of Light. I try not to just talk about myself. I talk about yoga practices over there, but I wanted to compartmentalize in that way. I wanted to keep um, this show separate from that one. This one's going to be mostly just your astrological weather report and yoga practices I think could go well. You know, what kind of raincoat you need for that report. You know what I mean? Your yogi scope, your yoga horoscope yoga practices, because I'm also a training yoga therapist. So that's what I do is I, I do prescriptive yoga. Basically, I'm highly trained to look at the energies at play. Um, and if you wanted to do like yoga therapy with me, we could get more in depth with um, not just the energies of the cosmos, which is what I'll be giving you here, but like your own personal karmas and um Vikriti and Prakriti, which are your like Ayurvedic constitution, like your your makeup. And so you can learn more about all of those concepts. I'm just going to throw out Sanskrit words over here and um, just know that the science of light is where I cover that stuff more in depth. So um, a practice I'll offer you for the new moon. Oh, let's go ahead and get into that. The new moon in Hasta Nakshatra. So Hasta means hand. You may know that from your yoga practices if you've, you know, poses like Urdhva Hastasana in, in the sun salutations when you raise your hands up to the sky. Urdhva means upward, like Urdhva Mukha Shvanasana, upward facing dog. Um, and Auto Mukha Shvanasana, which is downward facing dog. So I'm a nerd for this kind of stuff. I might be breaking down Sanskrit words for you sometimes. Um, but Urdhva means upward, Hasta means hand. 
um, or hasta padangusasana, hand to foot pose or hand to big po- big toe pose. Um, so those are some examples of where you can see hasta in yoga poses. It means hand. Um, and so that's the lunar mansion that the moon is in. The new moon is happening in today. And what that basically means, it's like an open hand. Like you can picture, I don't know if you've ever seen the, um, the evil eye hand thing. It's called a hamsa, like H-A-M-S-A. And it comes from the Middle East, which is just, I'm not a historian or anything or, you know, whatever. But I just noticed some patterns of how the Middle East is not that far from India and hamsa, which represents a hand. It's like the two hands you know, with the evil eye in the middle, Google it. If you've, if you haven't seen it, maybe you have seen it and you just didn't know it was called that. Um, not very far from India where they say hasta and that means an open hand. But so if you know what I'm talking about and you can visualize it, I'm a visual person. So I got to give you a visual here. That's what I think of when I think of hasta nakshatra is that for some reason, my mom gave me a necklace a long time ago of the, of the hamsa because she went to like Middle East and brought it back for me. Anyway, um, so that's that's just the imprint image burned in my brain. But that's a useful useful visualization because Hasta Nakshatra is symbolized by an open hand. And so what could that mean, right? An open hand. So I will cover actually on the Science of Light today a Parigraha, which is um, a yogic concept it's one of the yamas which I also have an episode over there on the yamas if you want a like little crash course in the eight limbs of yoga and the yamas and the niyamas you can find it over there but um an open hand to me represents non-grasping and being open to life's possibilities so it's said to be represented by like an open hand of blessing or it can also represent like the kind of open hand you reach for a handshake for somebody with. Um, and so all these symbols and archetypes are very important when considering what these energies represent. So hasta, um, it could be a good time for um, activities that are performed with the hand. And I also want to side note, I taught um, my yoga class this week, which these are in person, and hopefully one day I'll get them online, especially if y'all give me a little nudge. Um, if y'all would appreciate that, I will start teaching these themed yoga classes. Because I teach my theme, my in-person yoga classes themed around astrology already. I just haven't had the bandwidth to bring them online. I have a toddler. Um, and anyway, um, I taught my yoga class yesterday about some like, we did a lot of wrist stretches. We did a lot of heart opening because also in yoga, the with the chakra system, the hands are an extension of the heart. So from the thoracic cavity, the heart space, um, where your heart physically resides and where the heart anahata chakra is, it also extends out to the shoulder girdle and all the way out to the hands. Um, and so the hands are an extension of the heart. So indicated by this new moon, uh, new moons are always a time for setting intentions, hence why I started this episode talking about how this uh, new podcast was kind of a... T- okay, so typically I do things 
quote unquote wrong all the time, but I want to impress upon you that there is no right way. You know, I'm just here to give you ideas. I'm just here to guide you. So typically astrologers will say you set your intentions on the new moon. The new moon's not really a time to like actually act upon those intentions, but whatever. I, that's what I'm saying. I live my life. Like I look at the astrology. I live my life anyway. It works out. (laughs) You know, that's that, that's my approach. Um, so the new moon is a time to set intentions. So we look at, so we have the new moon. Okay, what intentions are we going to set? We're going to look at the sign, the nakshatra. You might also look at where that sign falls in your birth chart. So if you want to go to my website, it'll be linked in the show notes, but also yogiscopes.com. You can just go to yogiscopes.com and click on chart calculator at the top or go to yogiscopes.com slash chart dash calculator, like a little hyphen between the two words. And you can get your sidereal birth chart and look where Virgo is. It'll be the little number six on the right side in the North Indian chart. And don't worry, I have a blog post coming out as soon as I can. Toddler mom life. We're also in the middle of renovating a house and moving right now. Just want to let y'all know what I'm up against. Um, So I'll have a, a blog post that can help you interpret that, but you can also literally just email me. If you don't even want to use the chart calculator, just email me or message me on social media. I am like 100% down. I will be so stoked to get your birth chart for you and tell you where Virgo is in it. If you're not that comfortable with like figuring it out on your own um, or you need a little more guidance, I, that's what I'm here for. So anyway, you will look at you look at the event, which is the new moon. What do we do at new moons? We set intentions. You look at where that sign, what the qualities of that sign qualities of the nakshatra and where that lands in your birth chart to get a little more clues and guidance on what might be beneficial for you to set intentions in your life around. So for the purposes of this podcast, we'll just keep it super basic right now and we'll just keep it to the sign and the nakshatra. If you want some more guidance around that, uh, you can jump on my email list. It'll be a little too late for this new moon. But I do send out um, reports. I'll send out little just a guidance there um, or just stick around and you'll start to learn more about how to interpret it for yourself. That is my intention for you. So Virgo is about health and wellness and your day-to-day activities. So maybe what intentions could you set around your health and especially your day-to-day activities that contribute to your health? Like do you have a yoga practice? Do you have a movement practice? How is your um, diet, your daily practices around food. How are those things? But then Hasta Nakshatra is about the hand. And so an open hand. So you could think about what could you let go of, you know, because you can't really hold on to things with an open hand. And that's also pairs really well with, um, Vata season, a time of letting go in the fall. You can go back and listen to that episode on the science of light as well. If you want to hear more about kind of letting go and yoga practices for the fall, that's a very recent episode I put out on the science of light. Um, or if you want to think about maybe any hobbies or activities, pursuits you have that are related to working with your hands, maybe making art with your hands, kind of labors of love with your hands. I mean, this could be as simple as washing dishes. That's like, you know, a labor of love. Got to just keep doing it. Maybe you don't feel like it's a labor of love. I do. 
because I feel like when I'm washing dishes, it's because I cooked for my family. And see, everything can be magical like that. You know what I mean? So I wash the dishes and I'm like, I did this for my family and it's a labor of love that I'm doing with my hands. Anyway, that's kind of cheesy. But so it's like, it could be something that simple. It doesn't have to be like you go out and make this huge art project when you haven't been making art projects. But if you want to, if if you've missed making art projects with your hands or that's like a thing that you do anyway and you want to set your intentions around that or do that today or tomorrow because that's another thing I want to say is that um, the new moon and full moon, they really last for like three days energetically. um, It's just the date and time we put on the calendar is like the peak of it. So in Eastern Standard Time, which is where I live on the East Coast of the U.S., um, that the new moon happened at like 7.05 a.m. this morning, so like two hours ago from when I'm recording this podcast. But I often, I'll do my new moon rituals like the day before or the day after or just whatever fits into my life. I'm not too dogmatic about this stuff, y'all, and I don't want you to be either, but if you are, like maybe find an astrologer that is. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. But I do know that it's just a guideline. Like I've been kind of harping on. It's like you don't even have to really like quote unquote do anything, even just giving it the power of thought, the the amount of thought that you're giving it by listening to this episode and whatever's coming up for you as you listen is like also good. And you're also lapping all the people who are on the couch, quote unquote, who aren't paying any attention to this kind of stuff. So you're doing great. Whatever you're doing, you're doing great. Um, Thanks for being here. And so you could think about what intentions you're going to set to wrap all that new moon stuff up in a bow. You could set what you can think about what intentions you're going to set around Virgo stuff, your daily routines with your health and wellness. If you want to look for where Virgo falls in your birth chart, like for me, it falls in my eighth house. And so this is why I'm like, I don't want to get too in like, you can email me and I'll, I'll help you. But you could also spend a lot of time Googling if you aren't already very familiar with what the houses represent. Just know that I'm going to get these resources for you as I feel like they come relevant. And what's coming up next is a birth chart um, cheat sheet, if you will. Like, I'll make a blog post with a nice infographic. I'm already working on the infographic of things that, um, like, what the houses mean, what the signs mean. Um, what, how to tell what is where. And so if you just look for where Virgo is, look for what house it's in, and then maybe what that house represents. So mine is happening in my eighth house, which is a house that represents like spiritual transformation and um, kind of like the death card in tarot. If you're familiar with tarot, it's very much like similar vibes or like similar vibes as Scorpio as the sign. If you know what any of those archetypes kind of represent that's like a lot of what eighth house energy is so I could be setting intentions around or if you're an Aquarius ascendant because that's what I am so this would apply to you too um, it would be in your eighth house you would look at like okay what what intentions can I set around my routines Virgo um, for my spiritual transformation stuff or letting go which is also has to do with hosta so that's what I'm saying you can just focus on the Virgo and the hosta, and that will be plenty. 
Okay, so this is turning into more of a new moon report than anything, but I do want to briefly touch on um, the other energies at play in the sky that I mentioned, but just know that there will be more coming out for that stuff, and the moon phases have a special place in my heart. I feel like they impact me a lot more than a lot of the other, or at least a lot more readily noticeable. The other transits tend to be slower so they tend to be a little more subtle it's not like wow I can really feel this day like on new moons I tend to sleep really hard and be really tired which makes sense it's the dark moon and I've noticed even before I started following astrology on full moons I would sleep like crappy like restlessly um and so that just makes sense. I don't know. I noticed that in my own life. And maybe when you start paying attention to this, if you haven't already noticed, you might start to notice things like that. And then the other transits are a little more subtle. So we'll talk about those now. So the couple that I mentioned, um, Venus just moved into Scorpio on the 2nd of this month. Um, Mercury went into retrograde actually at the end of September. And it, it had just briefly moved into Libra. And then it went into retrograde in Libra. And then on the first of this month, it moved back into Virgo. And so that's why I'm saying like Mercury retrograde in Virgo is like not really a big deal, y'all. Mercury is Mool Tricone, which means it's like in under Vedic astrology, it's like at its strongest in Virgo. So what that means, Mercury rules Virgo. It also rules Gemini. Um, and so whatever sign... A planet, so planets mostly rule two signs, most of them, um, except for the sun and the moon. They both rule mu one. But in the second, in the later sign in the zodiac that they rule, that makes them multicone, which makes them extra strong. And so that Mercury is that in Virgo, and so Mercury does super well in Virgo. So the fact that it's retrograde in a sign that it's so happy in. It's not really a big deal. And then I say that, and then it's funny because I was literally planning to do my first live in my Facebook group. It's called Yoga Plus Astrology. I also will link that in the show notes uh, about Mercury retrograde and talk about how it's, like, not that bad. Um, but And then Facebook was down that day. And I just think that's hilarious. But it's also, like, it's that's not a big deal, dude. Like, Facebook going down, who cares? Who fucking cares? I like Facebook. I use Facebook every day, but it's like people act, people were acting like it was like a sign of the times and something scary, blah, blah, blah. Like it was literally just a server error and that's mercury retrograde stuff. Um, and that's why people were like, oh my God, my pictures are gone. Um, no, they were just really trying to get it back up as fast as they could. And the picture servers were like later in the progression than just getting people access to the site again because people were freaking out. But it was like just a glitch, which is super Mercury retrograde stuff. But so that's why it's like, um, it's not really a big deal. It's just we have technical difficulties. Maybe your email doesn't send. Maybe you forget your attachment. Maybe you like say something silly or miscommunicate um, because we say – we. it's like if you just slow down and – Reread your email before you send it or um, double check that your attachment is there before you click send or really think before you speak. These are the kind of remedies 
for Mercury retrograde. And then um, Venus in Scorpio. So Venus represents love and art and the finer things and relationships. And Scorpio is like this very deep sign and it represents like the deep psyche. So that's another indication actually that if this month, if you wanted to do some like big artwork, like some cathartic artwork. Okay. I love the word catharsis. It's like artwork. It's like when you put your heart into some, some form of art, like it could be anything. It could be spoken word. It could be, um, writing. It could be painting, you know, the more traditional arts that you think of when you think of art, be any of those things. It could be interpretive dance, whatever. Um, but when you do that and then you feel some kind of emotional release through it or you get to like a deeper awareness of yourself through doing that art, that is Venus in Scorpio energy right there. It is a great time for that while Venus is in Scorpio, but it also might be a time for, um, and so the Venus moved there on the second, it'll be there for like most of the rest of the month. I have the exact date written down, but it doesn't matter. I'll update you more on that. This is mostly a new moon report. I just want to give you a kind of heads up. And then the next episode will not be on a newer full moon. So I can talk more about what's happening in the rest of the sky. So Venus and Scorpio, it also could be a time to like get to the depths of your relationship. So whether you're single or in a relationship, um, it could be a good time to look at your patterns and stuff around relationships, the deep psyche stuff, like maybe childhood trauma, I don't know, um, things that affect the way you exist in relationship. That is Venus and Scorpio energy. Um, and then, yeah, so Mercury retrograde. Next week, Saturn is going direct. And so Saturn is in Capricorn right now. It has been bouncing back and forth this year. Uh, it briefly moved into Aquarius until it retrograded back into Capricorn. And so I will, again, I will cover more of that next week, but I just want you to have a heads up that, um, any kind of delays, restriction, loss of structure kind of energy you might be feeling might start to ease up next week. And so I want that to be on your radar. Maybe look at where Capricorn is in your birth chart to see what that's been impacting, but also know that that might bring some more optimism related to pandemic stuff. And again, that's a slower moving thing and the it going direct is just like the beginning. So it might not be like you wake up that day and things just feel better, but it might, I hope it does for you. Um, but just know that that's, that marks the beginning and it might start to ease up over a while after that. So with all that said, I will cover more into the other planets next week. If you're listening to this, I'm glad you're here. I hope you have a wonderful and happy new moon. And if you want to learn more about practices that might help related to this new moon, I just wanted to keep this like somewhat brief, even given all the introductory stuff I did for this very first episode. Um, you can jump over to the Science of Light. I will also be putting a podcast episode out there today about Aparigraha, which is non-grasping, which is very hosta energy. You know, open hands, open heart. If you release and have your hands open, you can be open to receive 
blessings and love, right? So I'll cover more about that over there and what a Pargyraha is, what it means, where it comes from, and how that relates into the larger energies that play like Ayurvedically. Jump over there, listen to that whenever you get a chance. And I'm so glad you're here. If you want to stay up to date and get those new and full moon um, sign-by-sign horoscopes, jump on my email list. You can go to my website and scroll to the bottom of like literally any page. There's a newsletter sign up there and that's what you get. I, I really like don't send out emails other than that because they annoy me. And so I only want to be a nice resource for you all and not just email you just to email you because that's not my style because that annoys me and I'm not going to do it to annoy you. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks so much for being here. This has been your Yogi Scope for Wednesday, October 6th, new moon in Hasta Nakshatra. I hope you enjoy these yoga practices for the astrological weather. Thanks so much for being here. Remember to, if actually also, if y'all could, while this show is super new, if you could write me a little rating on Apple Podcasts, if you have an Apple account, jump over there. You can even access it online if you don't have an Apple device, but you have an account. It super helps with my visibility. And if you like it, you've been excited about it, share it with your friends. Um, Yeah. Thanks for being here. See you next time.